The new future for Indiana football has officially been signed. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome in. It is the Locked on Hoosiers podcast. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. I appreciate you making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on to get started. Welcome in once again to the Locked on Hoosiers podcast. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. I hope you've had a wonderful holiday, a wonderful Christmas with family, friends, uh, lots of traveling for for me. Uh, that's why you see my lovely uh, background of whatever door this is to the utilities of my parents' house. Uh, it's also why uh, the quality, the audio video may not be what it normally is back at the home setup, but uh, I appreciate you still being here and I appreciate you bearing with me as Look, lots of traveling going on right now, so uh, I appreciate you. And hey, look, again, I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. If you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. We continue to grow. Uh, I would love for you uh, to be a part of that. We're climbing towards 2,000 subscribers, all right? So be sure if you're on YouTube uh, to like this video. Subscribe on there as well. If you're on any of your audio platforms, be sure you subscribe there. Turn on notifications everywhere you are to make sure you never miss a show when we drop a new one. Has Indiana football just signed the future of this program? Yeah, they have. As Kurt Signetti in this program a week ago signed 33 new players to the football roster. And look, we knew there was going to be a lot of turnover, right? We knew there was going to be um, a lot of guys that left. There was going to be a lot of guys that came in through the transfer portal. And there were also going to be a lot of new high school recruits. And while some of the ones uh, that were committed to Indiana stayed with Indiana because just they wanted to be here, um, there were a lot that came from James Madison. And that's something that we expected to be the case, not just the, the, high school recruits that were committed to play for Kurt Signetti and his staff at James Madison, but also some transfer portal players coming from James Madison. And look, I think that's a good thing. Um, I, I understand there's concern with, do we want James Madison level players? Well, that's a team that just won double digit games. So I think we'll take what we can get as of right now. And also you're getting players, when, when talking about the transfer portal guys coming from James Madison, you're getting guys that already understand Kurt Signetti as a head coach. You're already getting guys, or you're getting guys that already understand this entire, or most of this coaching staff. And that's really, really important here. Because think about it this way, right? Think about when a substitute teacher comes in when you were growing up in school, right? Substitute teacher comes in, you have no idea how they're going to roll. You have no idea what their attitude is. You have no idea how they do things. And it takes a while to learn that. Or even like your new teacher at the beginning of the year. It's a fresh start. It's a brand new learning process. By bringing a lot of these guys from James Madison, you don't have to do that, right? You don't have to worry about, wow, nobody knows what's going on. Or there's a lot of distrust right now in the locker room because we don't know who this head coach is. 
you limit that. There still is some, and that's going to happen in a coaching change, but I think you you eliminate a lot of that by bringing some of these guys over. And on the uh, the early signing day, right, people keep calling it signing day, and it is, but it's the early signing day still, technically. Indiana signs 33 new players to play on this football team. That includes your high school guys and also uh, your transfer portal guys as well. Um, you had 16 of them from high school sign their letter of intent and then 17 coming through the transfer portal. And here's a really good number. Out of those 33, 23 of them will be on campus starting to play spring ball. That is huge. That cannot be underestimated. And that cannot just be shoved to the side. That's a huge deal. And the reason for that is now you're bringing these guys in, whether they are high school players or transfer portal guys, you're bringing them in. And that spring window, I said, is the most important window of the entire offseason, right? Not the summer workouts, not fall practice when you're getting ready for games. It's the spring. It's the months that are coming up and leading up for this new head football staff because you bring them in and for a coach in year one, the spring is where you figure out what the world you have, right? With the guys that are still here, with the guys that are coming back and with everybody, these 33 new players you're bringing in, you find out exactly what you have. You find out exactly where you stand as a football program and for high school recruits, for high school kids to graduate early and get on campus, it's a very popular thing nowadays, and for great reason. You bring them in, and they begin to learn the playbook. They begin to get in better shape. They begin to figure out their role and just improve. It only benefits them. It can't hurt you by any means to get on campus earlier. And what that's going to do is, I think, allow some of these younger guys to get some quicker playing time there's a you have more time to adjust is is the big thing for me. You have more time to adjust from whatever level of high school football you are playing, whatever state you're in, I don't care. There is a jump from playing high school football to playing big boy power five division one football. There's just a jump. I don't care where you came from. And the spring allows that that grace period, that growth to happen more gradually rather than, all right, you're here in the summer. You got to work out. We're going to practice for two weeks in the fall. We're going to hit the field. Be ready. Like, that's just a lot. That's a lot. And so good job on these kids. Good job on this coaching staff to get these guys coming to Indiana, but also getting them on campus and getting them on campus early. Again, 23 of those 33 signees will be on campus in the spring, practicing, going through school, and all that. So I'm excited for that. Lots of great players in here. And really, the spring's going to be an opportunity for, for you and I to see what this team is, see what this team looks like, and for us to kind of see what we have compared to what it was last year. So I think I think this is going to be really good. And I think the future is bright for Indiana football. I mean, you got a head coach that said, look, all I do is win. Google me. How could you not want that type of confidence for your new head coach if you're an Indiana fan? So I'm excited about it. I think you should be as well. Great players coming into this program. It's going to take some time. 
okay? It's going to take a little time, so let's make sure that we are understanding of that. But we got a guy that I think understands what it takes to win at the big level, and I think he's going to do a really good job. And I'm excited for the spring. And as we get closer, we're going to start talking about that a lot more during spring ball here on Locked on Hoosier. So be sure that you are tuning in for that. Really looking forward to what this new head coaching staff and head coach Kersignetti do with these 33 brand new players. Well, coming up here on the show, we will talk about the latest bracketology when it comes to men's college basketball as we are right here at the end of December, getting into the month of January, and more importantly, getting into the conference schedule for all major college basketball. So we, uh, we're going to talk about that coming up on Locked on Hoosiers in just a second. And uh, again, just really, really looking forward, looking forward to that. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, which are my personal favorite. Those those are always just the most fun, right? You pick a player, find their prop, whether it be a running back in his carries or his yards, or you find a quarterback in his passing yards, or even in basketball with their three-pointers made. I do that a lot, too. You could do that on FanDuel, including over-unders and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Well, let's take a look at the latest bracketology here on this episode of Locked on Hoosiers. First and foremost, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you uh, taking in the, the episode, whether you are on YouTube, whether you're on any of your uh, podcasting platforms. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And I appreciate you uh, hanging with me as I'm on the road. But hey, we're glad to be here. I'm glad you're here as well. And uh, again, just thank you so much for for your support. Let's take a look at the latest bracketology for men's basketball. This dropped yesterday. Okay, this is as of yesterday for men's basketball bracketology. We talk about this just about every week when it comes out here on the show because I think it's important. I think it's fun to see how it changes. I mean, it's just, it's always changing. And you better believe it's going to change between now and Selection Sunday. Now that we're getting into, um, we're getting into conference play, I mean, this is going to be a lot of fun to watch. And a reminder that on I'm using ESPN and Joe Lenardi's Bracketology, okay? And I remind you of this every time. This is his prediction of what he thinks is going to happen because of what – or basically what he thinks the committee will do, what he thinks they will do. This is not his personal predictions or whatever. He just thinks this is how it's going to play out, okay? So your top overall seed, it's still Purdue. I know. We hate it. I can't stand it either. I don't think they're great. I think they're really, really good, but Purdue's beatable, okay? Purdue's a beatable team, and don't let, pe don't let people tell you they're not. First team out, Washington. Last team in is Virginia Tech. Now, here's your bubble. There's some big names in here. I mean, oh, some really, really big names in this bracketology. Your last four buys, Mississippi State, 
Florida, South Carolina, so three SEC teams, and then Michigan State. How about that? The Spartans slowly but surely climbing their way back into this thing. Look, they started rough. There's no doubt about it, but that's still a really, really good Michigan State team. They were top four preseason for a reason. They're going to slowly just continue to work themselves back into the NCAA tournament. Last four in, New Mexico, Kansas State, Texas, Virginia Tech. First four out, Washington, Nebraska, Butler, and Utah State. So a Big Ten school in there with Nebraska. And the next four out, Texas Tech, Cincinnati, St. John's, and TCU. You start looking around at the uh, some of the seed lines. Again, we look at Big Ten schools. We look at Indiana's opponents. And just kind of see where, where the Hoosiers are as well. As of this current bracketology, your conference breakdown, SEC has nine. Big 12 has eight. Big 10 with seven. So I think that's good right now. I really do. I think that's a good estimation and a good spot for us as the Big Ten to be in uh, for seven teams, nine from the SEC's wide. I don't think they'll get that many in. Big East with five, ACC with five, Pac-12 four, Mount West four, American two, and then some other conferences with, of course, a one-bid league. Purdue as that one seed, as we mentioned, uh, they're in there. Indiana as a 13 seed right now in the latest bracketology. And guess who we're matched up with? We did a show on this way back when I took over this podcast because it's something that's been announced that's going to start very, very soon in the regular season. But I think the country would burn down if this game was played in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Your Indiana Hoosiers, that's a 13 seed, are currently matched up with the fourth-seeded Kentucky Wildcats and John Calipari. Could you imagine, folks? Could you imagine? Oh, my gosh. That would be... That would just be unbelievable if if that were to happen. We would have so much fun. Now, let me say this. That's a really, really good Kentucky team. And I don't know if Indiana wants any part of that right now. I think at that point, Indiana could be playing better basketball. And last time out, we saw them playing well. We're going to talk about that coming up in a little bit as well. But, man, Kentucky's playing good. And... I'm good friends with Lance Stahl, host of the Locked On Kentucky podcast. And, man, he's he's having fun, and they're having fun, and they're they're really excited about that team. But we can all agree, I think, that the potential for us is there. And could you imagine what it would be like if we were to play Kentucky in the, in the NCAA tournament in the first round? Are you serious? That would be just unbelievable. And – the two states would just go in a civil war or they just go against each other, man. They would just, it'd be, it'd be this old country fighting each other, but two states just absolutely going at it. How fun would that be? I mean, that's just, that would be really, really cool. Here's what I'll say about Indiana being a 13 seed. I think that's going to grow. I think that's going to go up if this team finds its stride and plays up to its potential. I've said that. I've said that all year. I think Indiana is higher than what they've been. I mean, before, they weren't even in the tournament. So they're kind of just hanging around in there right now. And I think Indiana, if they play up to their potential, can be a single-digit seed. I believe that. I think they can be a single-digit seed. I think they'll get there. And then who knows who will be playing in the NCAA tournament. You've got Michigan State as an 11 seed. 
Ohio State as a seven seed. That's all in the same region. That's all in the same portion of the bracket. Wow. Purdue, Indiana, Michigan State, and Ohio State. That's wild. Um, you have some other Big Ten schools hanging around here in the NCAA tournament. You have um, UConn. There's a common opponent, of course, for Indiana, losing by 20 in that game. Uh, you have Illinois as a three seed from, from the Big Ten. Northwestern as a nine seed. I think that's going to grow. That's a solid Northwestern team that Indiana needs to be careful with, by the way. Kansas still a one seed, so that helps Indiana. The The better Kansas does, the better it looks for Indiana. Barely losing that game. Should have won, of course, but it is what it is. We have Wisconsin as a three seed. I don't know what to think about Wisconsin yet. I know they're good. I don't know how good they can be, how great they can be, but that's a good Wisconsin team. Let's keep our eye on them. Auburn down to a five seed, of course, losing Indiana, losing to them. And, yeah, just some some really good teams in here, some good matchups, but the biggest one right now, Indiana being matched up with, with Kentucky. That's not going to happen. It's It's not going to happen but that would be a lot of fun. I would love to play that big name team just to just to have a little fun, right? It would be a lot of fun. But again, that's your latest bracketology. It's going to change so many times. And I like to look at it every week. I hope you do as well. Indiana slated as a 13 seed right now. That will grow. I'm telling you, Indiana can be a single digit seed, but they're going to be higher than a 13 seed. You mark my words right now on this episode. We can come back and get, you can blast me if you want to, if it doesn't happen. But I think Indiana uh, will be higher than a 13 seed, but that's where they are as of yesterday on December 26th. Well, coming up here on the show, we'll take a look back at what happened last time Indiana basketball was on the floor. It's been a little bit right with the holidays and everything. Just want to kind of go over that game some more and what we can learn from that as the Hoosiers get ready uh, to uh, to go out again on Friday night against Kennesaw State. We'll talk about all of that and more coming up here on Locked on Hoosiers. Welcome back into Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. This is your go-to spot for Indiana athletics updates, hot takes, and a whole lot more. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. want to remind you about the Locked on Sports Today YouTube channel. Be sure you're checking that out uh, when you can. I mean, they they do a wonderful job. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week over on YouTube. Uh, if you're here watching it on YouTube or if you're not, go check it out. Go give them a subscription. Uh, they would. It's free. It's free to subscribe. All you got to do is just hit the little button to subscribe and uh, check it out whenever you have a chance because it's all different sports, all different times of the day. It's literally 24-7, 365, never goes off. Uh, it's college, pro, you name it, they got it. So go check them out at Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Drop them a subscription. Drop us one as well. Again, it's free. It helps us out tremendously, so be sure uh, that you go and do that. As we wrap up in our final segment here, I wanted to kind of go back and look at what happened last time we saw Indiana basketball on the floor. And it was a good result. 83-66 against UNA, the North Alabama Lions. And it was a game where it's just something Indiana was supposed to do, right? You have Malik Renew go for a career-high 25. He was 10 of 14 for the floor. I mean, he was playing really, really good basketball. And it was nice to see him be the guy 
rather than it be Khalil Ware, right? Or heck, even Trey Galloway, like we saw in the Kansas game. But it was nice to see Malik have that type of game. You had three guys at double figures. And remember, Anthony Walker had maybe his best game as an Indiana Hoosier with 11 points in this game as well. So all things considered, I mean, stats look good. Players look good. Coaching was good. I mean, this was, it was better than it. I mean, better than it could have been, I guess. And just kind of, again, to give you some stats and the rundown from this game, 53% from the floor for Indiana for 40 minutes. That'll win you some basketball games. 50% from three. Oh gosh. (laughs) 50% from three. Oh, I forgot that this team just went ballistic from behind the three-point line in this game. Don't expect that every time. I talked about that in our recap episode afterwards, right? I mean, look, if it, if the Hoosiers have decided, all right, we're just going to start making our threes. We were we were just teasing y'all. We were just joking. We can actually shoot the basketball. Here you go. We're going to shoot like this every night. Nobody's going to beat this team because they're going to be really good. But I think I said this in that recap episode too. We got to have somewhere in between the 10% that we normally get shooting from behind the three-point line and this 50% that we're getting that we got against the UNA. Give me 30 to 35%, man. If you get 35% as a team from behind the three-point line, that's serious. That is deadly. The other teams then have to respect you. They have to come out and guard you, and they get really, really thin on the interior. And guess what? Don't be fooled. That's Indiana's best play. That's their best spot. That's their strength is inside with Khalil Ware, Malik Renew, McKenzie, and Baco. Then you can give it to those guys and let them work the offense and kick it out for threes if they need to, or just go one-on-one and win their matchup. Because guess what? They're going to do that more times than not. And I'm confident in that. So somewhere in between 10% and 50%, I'll take 30 or 35. That is plenty good enough for me from Indiana, from behind the arc. Free throw percentage, you only shot 14, which I think is kind of crazy. But you got to remember, they shot 24 threes, so they weren't going inside as much um, from uh, from a, uh, I guess, a paint perspective. And so this team gets to the free throw line, continue to make them. 9 to 14 is not great, but it's also not a huge sample size. The rebounding battle does concern me, though. The rebounding does concern me because – This is not the first time this year that Indiana has just been kind of mediocre when it comes to the boards. Do you know what the rebounding totals were in this game, Indiana and and UNA? Do you remember what they were? They were tied at 34. These teams were tied at 34 rebounds apiece in a game that Indiana was much bigger, much faster, much stronger, much more athletic, and just overall much better than this UNA team. So why are we getting out-rebounded by a 6-7 and seven basketball team? I put it at effort sometimes. Um, there are bad breaks sometimes. There are very few teams in the country. We'll, we'll just stick to the Big Ten for now because that's what we're about to start, Big Ten play. There are very few teams that I've seen in the Big Ten this year, right now, that should be able to out-rebound Indiana on a consistent basis. Very few. What that comes down to is just not crashing the boards. What that comes down to is just not putting forth the full effort. Now, Indiana made a lot more shots than they normally do, so that helps. That helps a lot. 
but you still got to out-rebound and get their misses. They had over 30 misses or almost 30. No, they had almost 40 misses in this game. You've got to grab those boards. You've got to do the things to get rebounds, get out in transition, and push the basketball because that's where Indiana is at their best. So that concerns me a little bit, but I think it'll be fine. I think it'll work itself out. And as long as the Hoosiers keep making shots, just grab other rebounds on the defensive end and you'll be fine. And so where do we go from here? We got uh, got a game coming up on Friday, uh, your last non-conference game for Indiana. So excited uh, for that. Should be another just hopefully just another tune-up game against Kennesaw State. Then Nebraska on the road to open up Big Ten play uh, the following Wednesday night on the 3rd. Late Wednesday night, too, by the way. Then you come back for Ohio State on the road at Rutgers and then home for Minnesota. So. That's what's coming up. That's what you can expect for Indiana. I'm excited for conference play to start. I hope you are as well. Thank you so much for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. Be sure you stay where you are, up to date, whether you're on audio platforms or free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Or if you're on the YouTube video version, be sure you like the video. Drop a free subscribe. It helps us out tremendously, and I do appreciate you. Hope you had a wonderful holiday, Christmas, and everything else with your family. Stick with me. We'll be traveling a few more days. We'll be back at the start of the year. But videos and in, in, in episodes are dropping every day, so be sure that you are staying up to date with us here at Locked on Hoosiers. But as always, Hoosier fans, stay safe, and I will talk to you later.